These are just some advertisement that, uh, adver advertisements that you can find in the internet for, you know, very easy to attain results. The first one that I, I found, and this is all true, you can find them yourself, says, how to get a six-pack abs without working out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very appealing. The second one, I almost fell to this one, 10 ways to lose weight without even trying. Sounds great to me. The next one reads, 26 easiest ways to earn money in your spare time without effort. Wouldn't that be great? And then the last one says, how to learn a language without studying it. <laughs> that would be the best. I can tell you that learning languages is not that easy. All these things obviously don't work. You can, they're true, they're for real. Like you can find them out there. Go Google them and you will find them if you, if you want to try them. I mean, you can go at it um, from experience. They do not work. Hmm? That's why I'm a priest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so they, they do not work. Uh, if you experience them, you will realize that they do not work. But why is it that they do not work? And I think it's a good thing that they don't work. You know, we try to skip the effort and just get to the results immediately as if the result was it. And the first reason why it doesn't work is exactly that. Because even if we would get this result like very quickly, it is not the result what we are really looking for, but what really transforms you and changes you is, you know, the whole lifestyle that is included in that. Take the first example about the apps, you know, I. I do not speak from personal experience in this one. But take that example. The benefit is the lifestyle of being more athletic and healthy and fit and being able to respond to all situations in your life in that way and feeling better in that way. It's not just that one result, one result because many other things could be failing in our health. The second reason why they don't work is because we could lose those results very quickly. In fact, it is usually the case that those who have earned that money with that example, without the effort, they usually spoil it very, very quickly. So we can lose those, you know, results that we obtain without any effort very, very quickly. And in the third place, we know that they do not work because we wouldn't be reliable if we just obtained that little result that we want. It is not that we acquired a habit and a new lifestyle, but we only got like one little result. We are not truly reliable. It's almost as if I would like shoot a basket and, and like get a three-pointer. I, I just got lucky. It's not that I am a great basketball player. I got lucky. If you really want to be reliable in doing that, you need to practice, you need to put in the effort, you need, and then you will, you know, hit 80, 90 percent, and then you would be reliable. And that's the case for anything in our lives. That's why we need in life in general, we need discipline. It's not about just, you know, little results here and there, little good things, but we need discipline in life. Only when you have discipline in life, all these little habits or good things I talked about, they make sense as part of a bigger picture. It is about a lifestyle that accompanies those habits. The same is true for the spiritual life. 
It is impossible to live the new life that Christ proposes without a discipline that, surround, that surrounds that new life. There's a discipline of the new life that Christ wants to propose to each one of us. And sometimes we want to see the results of our spiritual life as if it were the benefits of our spiritual life, you know, being able to feel better, to experience the presence of God in moments, or a little miracle here and there, without putting in the discipline. And I would say that God would do us a disservice if we would be able to attain those things in such a quick way as the ads that I told you about. Because it's about the discipline, it's about the lifestyle that accompanies that, which gives you know, meaning to, to that new life. In that way, G.K. Chesterton said once, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and not tried. And so many times because we don't want to embrace that whole discipline that Christ proposes, it is that we don't embrace it because we are not willing to, to love effort in our spiritual life in order to attain the results. And Jesus knows that very well. And in the gospel, we see these words that could seem harsh at first when we hear them. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. Your eye, pluck it out. And we can say, what is this? Madness. Jesus, however, knows the human heart perfectly well. And about this discipline is what he's talking about. He doesn't say, if you see one sin in your life, take it out, cut it off. Which is true too, and he spoke about that. But he speaks about these things, these patterns in your life that can cause you to sin in the future. This lack of discipline in our spiritual life that causes us to sin. And that is what Jesus is trying to go after in the gospel today. This is what he wants us to acknowledge so that we may be able to embrace a new discipline of the new life in order to be able to live what Jesus invites us to live out. And that is what I want to propose to you in this night. Jesus, in order to recognize where we need that discipline in our lives, he shares three steps with us that can be helpful. The first one, Jesus says, if your foot causes you to sin, if your hand, if your eye. So Jesus speaks about being able to recognize. That's from other PowerPoints. Being able to recognize if your foot, if your eye, if your hand causes you to sin. So where is the need? Jesus invites us to see. Because many times we don't even know. We are not even honest with ourselves to see what are those areas where I need a change. This is not working out. Maybe I am going to bed every night at one in the morning. And I'm just like wasting my, the last three hours of my day. And it's not working out because I'm not able to study well the next day. I'm not able to pray well. I open the door to huge temptations and this is not working out. So the first thing that Jesus invites us to do today is to recognize. 
What is the limb? What is the, the, part, the, the, the organ that is in need of health tonight? What are those new patterns? Where is that new discipline needed the most tonight as we begin this new year? So that's the first R of the first step that Jesus wants us to go through, to be able to recognize, to diagnose. I really need to change this if I am wanting to embrace all the benefits of the new life that Christ wants to offer. The next step is to be able to relinquish. Jesus says very clearly, once you have seen that, the time comes for surgery. Cut it off. Plaque it out. There's a loss, Jesus says. There's something that we need to remove. There's something that we need to relinquish. There's something that you need to let go. And you need to mourn over those things. But unless you go through those things that you leave behind, it is impossible to embrace a new discipline. We need to leave those things behind. Any athlete knows this. If you want to be a soccer player, you know that it's not just about you know, getting on the game and being able to, to kick the ball. If, if you are the best soccer player in the world, you can do that a couple times. But in order to be an excellent, good soccer player, you need to put in the effort. You need to practice. You need to get in, 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 in this particular training. You need to get on the pitch and, and kick the ball. You need to get on this diet. You need to do all these different things so that you can be a good soccer player. So that when you actually get on the pitch for the game, you do it naturally. You enjoy the game. You're freer to play the game. So we all know this in other areas of our lives. There's a need for sacrifice, and there's things that need to be let go of. But in our spiritual life, many times we're holding on to those things. We're not totally fed up with them. So we're not willing to let them go, to see them go. So once we have seen what are those disciplines that need to change, those lifestyles that need to change, then I need to cut it out. I need to let it go. I need to relinquish. And the next one, Jesus says, in order to enter into life. So that is the step of being able to reorganize our life in a different way. So whenever we take something out, whenever we let go of something, Jesus wants to replace that with a new organization for our lives, with a new life that begins to flourish in those areas. Jesus comes to fill that void. And he's the one who truly helps us to, to begin to be creative at what are those new things that I need to do. They say that in order to build a habit in your life, it takes 21 days. But in order to um, acquire a new lifestyle, it takes 90 days. So this is not just about doing this for one day, just once and done. I want to insert prayer in my life because I know that prayer will center me. I will begin to listen to God more in my daily life. I will begin to listen to others in a better way. It would be easier for me to love those who is hard for me to love. I really want to insert prayer, in my, prayer in, into my lifestyle. But that is not about praying tonight, doing it once a week for an hour. That's not about even doing it for a whole week. It's for 21 days and 90 
and being consistent in those resolutions, organizing life in a different way that will allow us to see the fruits that we really want to see in our lives. And that is the step of reorganizing our life according to a new pattern. So the invitation tonight is that we would embrace the new discipline of the new life. And we would be willing to pay the cost to, to really go through the effort in order to experience all the good things and blessings that God wants to shower upon you in this year. He wants to shower blessings upon you in this year. But are we willing to, to put in the effort in order to attain them? So there's three areas that I would invite you to look at in this night that Jesus speaks about. Three areas that maybe we can think of a discipline for these three areas. Jesus speaks about the eye, the hand, and the foot. So those are maybe the three areas that we can um, look at in order to embrace a new life discipline. So we can think of what we watch, what we do, and where we go. So what we watch and we don't watch, what we do and we don't want to do, and where we go and where we don't want to go. These three things, you know, the eye, the hand, and the, and the foot that Jesus speaks about tonight, has a huge wisdom. These are the three main things that we, if we reorganize them in a discipline of the new life, you will see changes in your life very quickly for the best. You will see how you will begin to experience that new life. So keep that in mind this week. Those three words that can help us redesign our life according to the new life. And I finish with this phrase from C.S. Lewis. He said once, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. As we begin a new year tonight, we have a huge opportunity before us. As we come back into campus, we have a huge opportunity. You can decide how you redesign your life according to a discipline that will allow you to experience all the fruits that Jesus wants to see in you. He sees you and he sees all that potential. But we need to be willing to make that decision to embrace a new discipline of the new life.